0: Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat
1: is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up. I piss excellent. Alejandro Solana. February.
0: You sound like asthma.
1: I'm naked right now. All right. And
0: moving on.
2: Sports.
0: Someone texts in. They want to know if you'll honk your horn. How
2: about that? Now, why did Deerfield leave? Proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw eggs in my house, Crowder. More
1: sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to eggs. No, I would never do do here at the station. The most sports. You telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night? And you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Akin The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. What's up, Crowder? Hey, old Solana.
0: I don't know if we should talk about Lamar Jackson or bust into an episode of LeBron line now. I mean, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, it's so tempting.
1: I like LeBron a lot, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the league right now, bro. We got quarterbacks everywhere. There's quarterbacks. There's just quarterbacks galore out there right now. I Pick know you want. I know, but the Panthers won yesterday.
0: The Heat play a big one tonight. I mean, I just want to take yeah. it anywhere but Lamar Jackson. I want to take it any. I know people are tuning in right now and they want to hear about how the dolphins aren't going to get Lamar Jackson which they can't by the way like we missed this yesterday and that Jeff Darlington tweet yesterday comes out like in our last segment 3 minutes before the show ends Jeff Darlington he tweets that basically he said the dolphins are not are not pursuing Lamar Jackson so yeah. don't don't throw them in in this list and apparently nobody's pursuing uh, if we're listening to all these league reports, like Dan, Diana Rossini had tweeted out that the Falcons, who a lot of people assumed would would be a team that's uh, like a suitor to go out and get Lamar Jackson, she says the Falcons have made it clear they're not getting Lamar Jackson. I think the Carolina Panthers are another team who, uh, who there was a report that said they're not going to get Lamar Jackson either. The Dolphins, the tie there is simple. He's from South Florida. Everybody yeah. assumes outside of South Florida that – the dolphins aren't bought in on tua because of his uh his you know inability to stay on the field even though chris greer and mike mcdaniel keep saying that they're all in on tua and now we get the report from jeff darlington yeah dolphins aren't pursuing lamar jackson but we missed yesterday that because of this type of franchise tag that lamar was put under two first round picks is what it takes to get lamar jackson plus a stupid amount of money, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we know that. Um, The Dolphins can't pull off any sort of move if, in this uh, hypothetical, they wanted to go get Lamar. They can't until after the NFL draft because they literally don't have a first-round draft pick because the NFL stripped it away for no reason. Um, So, literally, the Dolphins, even if they wanted to, Crowder, are in a very tough spot because they'd have to wait until after the NFL draft. And by that by that time, like, Lamar could have already agreed to a deal with somebody else anyways.
1: Well, first off with Lamar Jackson, you know, I'll get to the Dolphins. But with Lamar Jackson, Solana, who wants to be the person that sets the market? Because you want to see, just like, it's the reason why the Ravens are doing the non-exclusive tag. He wants the Deshaun Watson deal. He wants 200-plus guaranteed. They don't want to give it to him. They want him on the team, obviously, but they don't want to give him that. They don't want to give him a quarter billion dollars yet. So they want him to go see. And this is what it's saying. Hell, go get another offer from a team. We'll have a chance to match it because we don't know what your market is. That's kind of what I'm taking from this situation. Every team is looking into it. Not every, you know, there's a cup. The Chiefs aren't, the Bills aren't. We know the teams, Cincinnati Bengals. We know the teams with quarterbacks that have no, Eagles have no thought about going to get Lamar. But any team that doesn't have that, that franchise quarterback, Salana, they don't want to be the team that comes out guns a blazing, throwing a quarter billion dollars around. Everybody wants to see what this market is. Now, if it comes back and the offer is 150, if he comes and gets a Geno Smith offer 103 for three years, I guarantee some other teams will be like, oh damn, that's all it's gonna take. We'll offer 110, 120. But that's what I'm thinking with this Lamar situation with all these teams coming out flat out, and we don't, we're not interested in Lamar. No, 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 no. You're waiting to see how this plays out until to see if you're interested in Lamar and for the Dolphins. I have to believe what I've heard. What they they always say. If somebody tells what, what somebody tells you believe it, somebody shows you believe it. I'm gonna believe Chris Greer, and I'm gonna believe Brian Flores, not Brian Flores, uh McDaniel. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa not I don't want Oh, I don't believe Flores. He's the one that got the first round strip taken by snitching on the duck. Do- <laughs> We're gonna get into it to oh, it. Oh, 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 Flores. But the Dolphins, they said they're with Tua. You drafted Tua. If you get rid of Tua now, you really wasted a first round pick on Tua, a number five pick on Tua. They believe this is the guy that come out repeatedly and say it's the guy. The Falcons are saying no to Lamar, and they have Ritter and Julio Franks or somebody on that damn team. Felipe <laughs> Franks, whatever this Frank's name Felipe is. Felipe Franks. Felipe. That's but a former, the Dolph- isn't
0: he? A former gator? Uh, you're disrespecting your own uh Listen. your your own bros out there, bro. What happened? Well,
1: he, he transferred to Arkansas, so we disowned him. Hmm. He was a gator, then he was a Razorback. Yeah. But those guys, I think they're just talking. But with the dolphin situation, to get back to our hometown team, Solana. I think that they're on Tua. That's why we don't need to court Aaron Rodgers. That's why we don't need to look at Lamar Jackson. There's quarterbacks out there. If they're with Tua, I'm with Tua, but I believe the Dolphins are riding with Tua. And if they are, again, I'll say it. I said it, I think, twice this week already. If they're going to put the hands, this, the, the, the hands of Tua around this franchise like they're telling me they are in all the media availabilities they have, Solana, then give him the fifth-year option. Give him the $23 million yeah. for 2004. I'm 2024. I'm telling you, if you're riding with him, ride with him. That, that'll make me see if all this talk is real, if they give him that fifth-year option before May 1st.
0: So we obviously are going to talk a lot about this today. OJ McDuffie is going to join the show, and if you're tuning in and you're wondering, why am I hearing Solana talk before Hawk, Hawk is joining the show, but a little bit later on. Uh, he had something to take care of, and He'll be joining us. I don't know, maybe in like half an hour, maybe in an hour. Or so he'll be on in uh, in a little
1: bit. Uh, we're hoping. I heard, I heard. I heard somebody owed him some money, and he had to go get oh. it before four o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hawk went to run somebody's pockets. Well, how, how's Hawk
0: pulling up on somebody? Because he's not like a very intimidating person, right? Like he's pulling up mm-hmm. on you in a Lexus. He's wearing yeah. like those those uh, those sunglasses that he's had in his uh, in his possession mm-hmm. since 2018. That are are just like two ninety nine from CVS. He's not wearing AirPods. He doesn't own a jumpsuit. He's he's wearing a Walkman yeah. and the same Marlins T-shirt. He's old since
1: nineteen ninety eight. So like he's not Fargo. very intimidating. What what does he need? Like a club? You um, don't need no club. Brass knuckles. He, got a, he gonna play the crazy role because first you hit it on the head. He's walking up in Air Monarch Nikes. Yeah. Khaki <laughs> khaki shorts. A free T-shirt. And the see, not even see. He's gas station glasses guy. For sure, for sure. He's he's getting out of a retired librarian Lexus, mm-hmm. one of the old women Lexus. Yeah, yeah. But he's walking up with the straight face. Hey. You owe me some money and just sitting there. He got to play the crazy card. Cause like you said, it you have to, if, if Hawks going to scare you, you have to worry about why would this dude come up to me in this fashion? If he didn't have a weapon on him, that's how Hawk got to be approached.
0: Yeah. If, if that was me, I'm taking a, uh, an aluminum bat for sure. Cause I, I, you know, I can't beat anybody up and I can't no. even play the crazy card because you just laugh in my face. So I'm taking a bat for sure. I, I think that'd be my, my weapon of choice. Uh, yeah, an old, an old aluminum bat like a softball
1: bat have a bottle of elmer's glue and be drinking <laughs> it like it's a soda that scares people crazy scares people solana that gotta be hawks approach so hawk will join us later
0: on we're gonna talk with clay ferrero big heat game tonight and friday the nets won I, the, the stupid nets keep winning i don't, I don't understand what yeah. the hell is going on so the heat are now two and a half games back of the brooklyn nets but the Nets' schedule actually gets a little bit tougher later on in the next couple weeks so um, if there is an opportunity for Miami to really take advantage and, and you know get higher up in the standings, it's probably over the next two weeks. So we're going to talk with Clay Ferrero for 15 minutes of heat. I think David Ferrones of the Sun Sentinel is going to join us to talk more about the Miami Dolphins as well. But OJ McDuffie in the next segment is going to join us. I was telling you right before we came on, Crowder, like we haven't spoken with Juice since Zach Thomas retired. And I know he played a ton as you did with Zach. And I actually listened to the fish tank episode where it was a tribute to Zach Thomas with him and Seth Levitt. And uh, it was really cool. A lot of really cool stories. So I kind of want to get his take on it. We haven't talked to him about Tua taking up jujitsu either, which I want to hear his story uh, or his side of it. And then obviously we got to talk about what's going on right now with, uh, with Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, getting a stupid amount of money, Byron Jones, uh, getting officially released the, by the Dolphins as well.
1: The Byron Jones is interesting too. I was thought about that because Juice had a medical, you know, um, legal suit with the Dolphins as well, with something of that nature. And I want, you know, I'd let Juice tell the story if he, if you know, if he'd like to. But Juice wasn't on good terms with the medical staff as well. That was my understanding. So it seems like it's some some similarities. To Byron Jones, so we can talk to him about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you ask him though. That's uh, that's that's a, that's a question a you got to ask him. This is what I try to explain to people all the time. All you gotta do is ask the question. If they don't want to answer, they say no. Well, but well, my know. default, my my default, and you know, full disclosure, not to sound cocky, my default is always, "What you gonna whoop me?" That's my kind of my <laughs> thought. Like when I when I ask a crazy question on this show, or even you know, on the pivot, wherever I'm at, whatever platform, and it, I know it's a tough question. My, in the back of my mind, at all times, is, "Damn, what you gonna do? Whoop me?" You can't really think that way, cause you have <laughs> you have no squabble. I I have no squabble. I have, I have zero
0: squabble. At least I'm uh-huh. I'm like self-aware about it, though. You know, like I go to a bar, I'm not the guy in your face trying to get in a fight. You bump me, I told you, I just whisper under my hey, watch out. Why watch out? <laughs> but I'm not like pump out my chest. Hey hey, don't touch me, because I I got no squabble. I know I have no squabble. Have
1: nothing behind. I've got. You none. didn't take karate as a kid? No, I didn't take karate. I think I did one day and I quit. You look like a little karate kid. Like, hey, let let Alex defend himself in case he gets in trouble or a pickle. You probably say, "In case I get in a pickle." I uh I I don't like
0: I don't like being barefoot. I always have socks on. I hate being barefoot. Even if I'm at home, like I shower with socks on. I just I just don't I don't like being barefoot and you got to be barefoot to be in karate. That was like always the thing. Everybody's barefoot. Everybody's getting athlete's foot at these stupid karate places. I, I'm, I'm not into it. I'm not into Solana. it. I n- have not heard of an outbreak of athlete's foot <laughs> Bro, doing karate. That's because they keep it under wraps because the, the oh. karate businesses don't want to go out of business. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's impossible. A bunch of little dweebs walking around everywhere with their, with their shoes off. And you know these kids don't shower. There's athlete's foot running rampant
1: all throughout karate gyms in the United States. I'm telling you. I don't know about this. Like, what the, it, I thought you know it, this this piqued my interest because this is the conversation that Hawking myself has had have had before. Black people have house shoes because we don't walk around the house barefoot. Black folks, everybody has some slippers or yeah. some flip flops or something to walk around the house. I don't think. Well, I didn't think white folks were like that. Or you know, I don't. You know, I know you're Hispanic and all, but I <laughs> no no. I think you're right. Like I I think white people just go
0: barefoot all day and. You know, we we call them in in Spanish, patas sucias. So, like, if you ever, you know, it's 2 a.m. and some girl walks in wrecked from the club into a Denny's and she has her heels in the car. She just walked right into Denny's with no shoes on. Like, we call those patas sucias. That's white people, man. Like, they'll they'll (laughs) be barefoot anywhere. Literally anywhere. Bro, I'm at the beach on, what was it, Sunday. We go to the beach. We're in South Beach, right? We're on, like, 70th because... We knew it's spring break. We didn't want to be around a, a bunch of people. You know how they have the public restrooms at the beach? Yeah, the big plastic ones. Yeah. All right. How about people walking in there barefoot? Mm. Barefoot into a public restroom? I mean, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather pee on myself like you did in the NFL <laughs> than
1: walk into a public restroom barefoot. So people are going in there, but you're scared of karate dojos? I'm good. I'm good. that's nasty though i'm good i don't i don't know it's not even Mm.
0: hardwood it's like uh it's like those mats
1: Uh, they don't clean those you know they don't clean those if i if if i have to choose and my car is as close as the porta potty i will get a gatorade bottle go in my car and pee instead of going in the porta potty you're you're disgusting though that's disgusting porta but, but is that worse than a porta potty you know, pee what? in the bottles, then a port-a-potty peeing in a bottle. It's my bottle. I bought it. I drink the drink. It's everything on me. There's been a hundred people with their nasty little booties and goodies out in this little bitty space shuttle. Yeah, but
0: you're just peeing like you're sta- you we We have the luxury. We don't have to we don't have to sit down to pee like that's that's, you know, take advantage of that luxury that you get to stand up. You don't have to touch anything. You just go in there. You pee. And you leave, and you didn't touch anything. That's the luxury
1: of a porta potty for a man, me- for a you guy, better, anyways. You better appreciate that luxury, because how your knees are going, you're going to be a <laughs> sitter here soon. I am. You are. You are a month away from being a sitter.
0: My knees is in rough shape, man. <laughs> it's in rough shape. Every day I'm waking up after this stupid injection, like, oh, today's the day I'm going to feel good, and it just more creaks, more more snapping of the knee. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm so washed. I'm done, hey,
1: Listen, cut it off. Maybe. Maybe maybe, maybe that's the up. route. Yeah,
0: prosthetic. Yeah, oh, man, cut it did up. you see? Did you see the highlight of the XFL weekend? What is that? I don't remember what stadium it was at, but there was a guy at an XFL game. It was late in the game, you know, intense moment of the of the game, and the the TV is showing a guy sitting in the front row, and he's using his prosthetic leg as like. A way to cheer on the team. He's like holding it up like Simba, and he's cheering. And the TV, the broadcasters, man, I wish I had the video. They can't get enough of this kid holding up. Imagine like Simba, his prosthetic leg, cheering on the team. That could be me. That could be me at, at Miami-Dade Arena. Look at there. Go cheer on your teams with your leg. All right, let's get to headlines here. Enough nonsense. Oh, I do want to bring up really quickly before Hawk gets on. Apparently, my girlfriend told me. We've been debating Oreos all day, Crowder, or all week. Mm-hmm. So you and I, big Oreo Thins fans.
1: Oh, delicious. Apparently,
0: check out how ridiculous this is. They have double-stuffed Oreo Thins.
1: Oh. Make it make sense.
0: <laughs> it's silly. <laughs> that's just it's an Oreo. Silly.
1: But that's just an Oreo now. Now, it, like, literally, it, that's just an Oreo. They're pushing. They're pushing this white foamy you know, crap on everybody. Nobody wants it. They're tricking us. They're I, pushing it on us. I don't understand though. Like, if you have Oreo thins,
0: now you make them double stuffed. But you just got a regular Oreo. Like, I don't. I don't understand what happened with with the <laughs> Oreo thins and now the double stuffed Oreo thins. It's too much. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, don't come on. Don't come over to our side with all that white foam. We mm-hmm. don't want it. All right. Your headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Uh, Panthers, nice win yesterday, 2-1 to one over Vegas. They're going to host the Blackhawks on Friday at 7 p.m. Here's my, my take with the Panthers now. Plagan said yesterday 96 points is, mm-hmm. is the key for them to get in the playoffs. So I'm just I'm just saying 96 points. Anytime we talk about the Cats, get me to 96 points. That's what Plagan said, so I'm,
1: I'm riding with what Plagan said. Yeah, and you know what it's going to come down to is it's Bob. With Spencer Knight going through his off-the-ice off the stuff and now Lions there, Bob plays well. We make the playoffs. That's yeah. it. It's flat out. I've heard enough. We've talked to Goldie, Moeller, you know, Doug. They all bring it back up. They come around to it. Bob has to stand on his head for this team to go deep, go to the playoffs, period, and then try to win a playoff series. Bob got a ball. All
0: right, Cavs, they're in Miami. The Heat play them 7.30 p.m., Cavs coming off a big win. Heat coming off back to back wins over Atlanta. They play them twice now. Today and Friday, Lowry's out again. I think it's his 14th or 15th straight game that he's going to miss. Um, And it's a big game. There's no other way to put it. Like the Heat, all these games, they have 17 left on their regular season schedule. They're two and a half back of Brooklyn, and they got to start
1: winning some ball games. We gotta prove. You brought up Brooklyn a second ago, and they're like, it's funny. They're the remember the Hawks of back in the day. You have a bunch of bunch of B plus players, so you can look good. That's what the Nets become with all the trades with Katie yep. and Kyrie and them. But also the Cavs. Cavs are world beaters. They are above average team. We have to prove the Miami Heat that we're not just an above average team. And Solana, I would say right now, if I had to put money on it, we're right there. We're we're the Cavs. We're yeah. the Nets. Yeah. We're an above average team. Do we have better players than them? I would say yes if you talk about Jimmy and Bam. Why are we right there with an above-average team and not one of the elites or at least competing team? That's what we have to prove in the last couple couple games, and we're running out of time here with the Miami Heat. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow at noon, the Canes play in the ACC tournament. Remember,
0: they had a double-bye. They're the one seed, and uh, they play at noon, which means our show will probably start a little bit late. Um, I think – the Canes, I was looking at the bracket earlier this morning. I think the Canes play the winner of Syracuse and Wake Forest, which just ended. I don't know who won. I'm going to look it up really quickly. But um, I'm pretty sure that's who they play. But regardless, tomorrow at noon is the
1: uh, is the Canes' first game in the ACC tournament. Let's see. Let's go. Coach Coach negger is a finalist in Coach of the Year, I saw. Is he? And I was driving home. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's on he's on but he justifiably he's on all those lists. The coaches are you know they have different ones, but yeah. he's getting a lot of love, which I, I have been we all oh, I'd say we, all three of us, me, you and Hawk, we have been railing about the disrespect of Jim Learneg. I hope he gets respected.
0: It, it's just funny because I think Hawk said this earlier this week. It is funny, like two years ago, I mean everybody's calling for Coach L to get fired. And then mm-hmm. they make an Elite Eight run the year after. Now they're the one seed again, regular season champions. And, um, like, I mean, who knows? Who knows what, what ends up happening this year? I, I think Syracuse ended up winning today, 77 to 70. Oh, no, Wake Forest won, 77 to 74. So I think if I have this right and if I don't, feel free to text it in, uh, 305-567-0560, the Canes will play Wake Forest tomorrow at noon. I should probably, should probably text, like, Josie to make sure I'm right about that.
1: Um, yeah, I want to hear people saying, like we always use comparisons, oh, this guy is no Coach K. This guy is no Bo, uh, Beheim. Because Beheim just got his ass whooped. Yeah. No one says this guy is no Jim Laranega. I want Laranega's name to be used like you use the Hall of Fame coaches because he is one. I need that Hell to yeah. start happening. Hell yeah. And it, man, man, 85 years old. I don't know how old Jim is. Probably mid-70s. But just the respect ain't coming, man. It gets to me. It does. And, um...
0: Do you see this? Tua filed for a trademark application for his own name. Do you see this?
1: That's
0: smart. It is. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Josh Gerben, who's a trademark attorney, tweeted it out. The filing indicates that the Dolphins quarterback plans to launch a Tua Tungavailoa brand of clothing, footballs, under eye grease, and more. Bags adapted for holding or carrying sport balls. Balls for sports, football gloves uh but the the three main things clothing, footballs, and under eye grease
1: it's it's a smart idea, great idea it's just business is, you know his business as usual, but now he's going to have to sue everybody that uses his name. I figure that out with with business ventures I have where hell we got a trademark, nobody can use it. No, they can use it. You just have to find it and sue them. And that now it's just more money. Yeah. yeah, that trademark, man. This trademark crap is tough, man. I'm going through it right now. I'll just say I think Tua has a little bit more money than you, bro. I mean, you you made you a made little,
0: you made a little you know you you made a a nice amount. You know, people can Google your your net worth, but I'm just I'm just saying I think Tua's got a, a little bit better backing in terms of his
1: uh, his trademark status. I think right now Tua has doubled mine. My- overall earnings since I was in the league. Doubled in three years. Should have played baseball, bro. Should have played something other than linebacker. That (laughs) was the problem. (laughs) Hey, what you want to be? Oh, the guy in the middle that gets paid the less to hit the most? Yeah, yeah, that's my position. You damn dummy. Your weather It's sponsored by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them
0: 866-954-MORE. Partly cloudy tonight. The lows will drop into the 70s. That is your weather. Hawk will join us in a little less than an hour. OJ McDuffie will join Crowder and I on the other side. You're listening to the Hawkman and Crowder show.
1: This is the Hawk and Crowder show. I'm thinking about (laughs) downloading this
0: at TikTok. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hawk and Crowder show. Solana and Crowder right now. Hawk will be uh, joining us hopefully any minute now. Running a little late, but had to take care of some
2: stuff. See see, He's Juice. calling they...
1: somebody out, Juice. Somebody, <laughs> hey, owe, somebody owe Hawk some money, and Hawk said, I gotta go get my bread.
2: Hey, bro, I'm, I, you know, I think it's me, man. I think the last two times I've been on, he hasn't had his ass on here, man, so. He's ducking you know, me. I'm, I'm taking He's it personal me. now, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he coming to get you, Juice. What if he give you the, we were talking about earlier, Juice, what if he give you the crazy, though, that crazy look?
2: Oh, guess, you know, guess, yeah, yeah, gets <laughs> out in the car, you know,
1: with the with the tattered
2: shorts on, the little Air Monarch Nikes, eating that, some that, Elmer's glue. That crazy, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, I haven't seen that side, but hey, don't I don't want to see it. It sound like, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah, A crazy, hundred thirteen pounds. We're
0: gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk with uh legendary Dolphins wide receiver OJ McDuffie. He is. Also, co-host of the Fish Tank Podcast. You can find it anywhere that you get your podcast. Really quickly, I'll remind you the Renaissance Festival is back. We've got four packs of tickets for you to go and visit with the lords and ladies. Take part in axe throwing, archery, tests of strength, and more. Enjoy turkey leg and visit the pickle man for your chance to win. Go to WQAM.com and enter
1: the Pickle Man. The Pickle, <laughs> Who pickle Man. Who are you going to visit? <laughs> the Pickle Man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. I need me a pickle right now. I've okay. never said that <laughs> with a
2: turkey leg in your hand. <laughs> now, nah, dude, I eat me a damn turkey yeah, leg yeah. now. Really? What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Little foil on the end, on the end of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, Street corn. That's it. Legendary. I have to read that liner again for another air check, where we're not uh, laughing at the pickle man. <laughs> uh, legendary Miami Dolphins wide receiver O.J. McDuffie. He is joining us now on the Hawkman and Crowder show. Juice, we we have so much to talk with you because um, I know on your latest episode of the Fish Tank, and uh, it's been a couple weeks, but you and Seth actually had a tribute to Zach Thomas, and uh, I I heard it and it was awesome. Like and and Zach actually joined our show, and um, you know I know you and and Crowder both have so much love for ZT, yeah. so I want to talk to you about that. Obviously, Tua, I don't think we've talked to you since we found out he's doing jujitsu. Chris Greer has made it pretty evident that. He wants. uh, He's, you know, he's riding with Tua, so we got to talk about that. But first, I kind of want to get into some of what happened in the NFL yesterday. Lamar Jackson, he gets franchise tagged with the non-exclusive franchise tag, and then Daniel Jones gets a bleep load of money yesterday. (laughs) Um, And and we were talking about it yesterday. So let's start here with with Lamar Jackson. Kind of your initial thoughts of him getting that franchise tag, and now obviously. Um, we, we found out that the Dolphins, uh, according to Jeff Darlington, are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. So it seems like they're riding with Tua. So just your thoughts on on that, where obviously the Dolphins can't even go after Lamar because they don't until after the NFL draft. Um, but, but do you like this, the idea that Tua can stay healthy and be the franchise quarterback moving forward?
2: Well, you know, Lamar Jackson, I mean, it just goes to show and goes to prove that Lamar Jackson just don't grow on trees out there, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's the bottom line. Everybody, you know, everybody, we talked a lot about different things. You can go back to Deshaun Watson days when he was out there and everybody's like, you know, why would you spend all this? If you've got a guy that's a potential top five, top 10 quarterback in this league, you got a hell of a chance of winning some, a lot of football games. League. I mean, it's the most important position in sports. So when you got a guy that's been an MVP that's taking his team to the playoffs year after year after year, then you got to go out there and you got to you got to spend that dough, you know. And on top of that, you know, you you not only have to spend that dough, but you got to you know get compensated with a non-exclusive tag on him if somebody else wants to spend that dough, you know. And those are that's big. That's big compensation for non-exclusive two first-round picks, and then you still got to negotiate a deal with him. That's 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 tough sledding right there. So I'm okay with us, you know, staying pat you know what I mean, with Tua. I thought that when Tua's healthy, we were one of the best teams we've had in over a decade, in my opinion, offensively especially. So I think they're, they're, they're fine with that. We also got a guy, Skyler Thompson, that's a incredible backup that, you know I mean, that has some, some very valuable experience, you know, when he got in there, you know, two regular season starts, a playoff start, and almost one in Buffalo. I mean, nothing spectacular on the football field, but it seemed like the team did rally around him like that. So, I mean the quarterback position itself. I mean, damn, Channy, I'm five eleven, man. If I could have been six three ish, you know. What I mean, I know I had a hell of an arm. That's you great. know, what I mean, I had some scoots. <laughs> I had enough scoots. I mean, I was in the four 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 five range. Ah, man, oh man. And then I've been, if I'd been born, you know, hell, twenty years ago, I'm, I'm still, I'm still mad at my mom for all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And and dude, you talk about the quarterbacks, bro, and the money. Daniel Jones got
1: forty. Um, yeah. Gino, bro, Geno Smith just got 33, 34 a year, three for 103. Like those numbers you're seeing with these quarterbacks who love Geno Smith to death. You know, Daniel Jones is what it is. That's a lot of money. And now they're worried about this, this, um, this fifth year option for tour. It sounds like you're on the tour train with Chris Greer, McDaniel, where the hell with Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, all those names been out there juice. And the dolphins have seemed uninterested in all of them. So if you're on this Tua's train, don't you sign him before May 1st to that fifth-year option, which is only twenty-three million dollars?
2: Exactly right. That only thing is right. I mean, when you look at those numbers, those other guys are getting, you know, don't let Tua go out there and have a, you know, a twelve and five season, you know, and then you end up having, you know, chunk up and you bring out forty million yourselves. Uh, I think that you have to ride that train and you have to ride these rookie first-round pick, uh, you know, uh, deals as long as you can. And I think that you go ahead and do that and see if he's worth that 40. He's still, he's still in an proven position for us. You know, we saw the first few years under the last um, administration, but now we saw the last year under Coach McDaniel, and we've seen that it, it could work. So give me another year, but go ahead and pony up that money and not get hit, you know, with a sledgehammer, you know, later when he goes out there and does that thing. And Juice, have you ever done
1: jujitsu? Because you were a small dude getting slammed to the ground by real men back in real football. Do you think jujitsu might have helped you?
2: You know what, man? For some reason, man, I knew how to fall, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> but,
1: but juice, that's you got to my point. Can you teach a guy how to fall, juice? Can like is jujitsu gonna help him fall different?
2: Man, I don't know, man. You know, stop drop and roll, tucking. And... I don't know what it is, man. You know, what I mean, it's it seems like um. They're trying everything, bro. You know, when, when some things aren't working, I mean, you, you try everything. I'm going to tell you what I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have told anybody about it, though. I would have never. I would have kept that all to myself, <laughs> dog. There was nobody in the world would have known that that's what I was up to to figure out how to fall, man, you know. But, um yeah. I mean, today's world, though, everything gets out there quicker than you want it to be out there. So it, it probably gotten out no matter what, man. But, I mean, i I didn't know that was a, a way of learning how to fall. That, that was new to me. I, I thought about a bunch of different things, maybe some wrestling, some thing. I don't know, but jujitsu. Okay, give it yeah. a shot.
1: You, know, you I'm know, going through it right now with a two year old juice. <laughs> I know how to teach somebody how to fall because I do it with
2: babies. <laughs>
1: that's why. Yeah,
2: it's top heavy, man. You got that's that's a hell of a job. They're they're top heavy as hell, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, and you know my babies got big heads,
1: juice. They walk around like I wasn't blow- gonna say anything,
2: man. You're a big guy, you know, I won't talk about anybody's babies like that. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> they walk around like three little blow pops. Big old head
0: with a stick body. <laughs> Juice, it, it's funny, though, because when we first found out, we you know, Tua said it um, that he was going to do judo. Me and Crowder were, were kind of making fun of it. Like, I said the exact same thing you just said. I wouldn't have said that because it just gives, you know, all, all the people who are already the critics a little bit more ammunition against Tua. But Mike yeah. McDaniel, when he was at the Combine, he joined – Florio and Chris Sims on Pro Football Talk and he changed my whole opinion on this. He said every other position on the football field, they have reps taking hits, right? You're a wide receiver even in practice, even you know when you're not technically taking hits, at some point in practice you're going to take a hit and throughout your career you're constantly taking hits as you're growing up in practice learning how to fall, but as a quarterback, which Tua has played his entire life, he literally was only getting reps on how to get hit in live game action. Yeah. And and that kind of t- changed my opinion on this whole thing, where he's like, he's right. In practice, he wears the red jersey, never gets touched. Even in games, his whole basis playing the position is avoid getting hit. So he literally never actually learned how to take hits and never had those reps outside of in-game action. And maybe Tua, because of you know his stature... And and him not being Josh Allen or or Dan, where you know they're six four and they're just big guys, he is a smaller guy. Um, he he just never learned properly how to brace himself for a fall, mm. and and maybe that that has led to some of these injuries and now the concussion. So at least for me, it kind of changed my opinion on it because he come does on, need somebody. those reps.
2: <laughs> you didn't come on, man. Are you serious? How, how about all these other quarterbacks that how, all they did was play quarterback? He's not the first quarterback in the NFL, man. You know what I mean? That played quarterback all day lives, and then they all figure out a way to fall. No, I mean I, I don't know. I mean he's a. I mean I, I I like that. I like I love Coach McDaniel, and I, I buy in a lot of stuff that he says and talks about. But I'm not. I don't know about that one. You know, I want there's a that was a stretch because yeah, they, they wear that red jersey. Hell, I mean all of them did for most of their lives. I mean Lamar Jackson. We just talk about Lamar Jackson. He's he's not that big of a guy. He's he's bigger than people think he is uh but hell he knows how to fall he knows how to take a hit we don't run to it like we run some of those other guys maybe that's part of it too man but i mean you learn how to fall and, and get hit in games i didn't even hear that part i would i would have been tweeting about that if i'd have heard about that
1: <laughs> solana what about just playing with his brothers in the backyard at six
2: or in nah, to- the schoolyard all that
1: yeah solana you learn how to fall when you're a child if I push, if I push my son down right now, he's not just letting his neck go loose and letting his head bust into the cement.
2: <laughs> he's too bracing, bracing for bracing for impact. That's for sure. I don't
0: know, man. Mike Mike McDaniel has a way with words. I heard him say it, and I came over like,
2: man, he's so right. He must use some big words, Kalana. He caught you up on some big words like mayonnaise, didn't he? He's like sense and stuff. Like, man, that makes sense right there. That makes sense.
1: And and, and juice. But like you said, with the quarterback situation, I believe we're set. I believe what I'm told. And I think they're set. I think, you know, Well, I don't think it's Tua and Skyler, period. I do think they bring in somebody else. Correct. But not a big name or a guy to compete with Tua. But other positions, because to be honest, the thing that, that tickled my fancy was this Derrick Henry. Yeah. If we can put a great running back in this offense as pass heavy first, I think that could be, you know, amazing for Tua and for this offense but do you think the Dolphins need to go out and spend money on a premier running back? Because, juice, let's be honest. Miles Gaskins, love him. Salvin Ahmed, uh, Raheem Molster, we got to say all this. Um, Chase Edmonds, you keep going. Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson, I love him, bro. We we do not have an All-Pro running back. We haven't had one in years.
2: Yeah, but a lot of teams don't have one, Channing. You know what I mean? If we can if we can find a way to get the most out of two or three of those guys, man, I think it that's all that matters. You know, it's all we. You know, we it's banked by committee nowadays, anyways, man. I mean, look what's going on in Dallas. You know what I mean, with Zeke and, and Pollard and those guys and you know, which is crazy. Like you see Zeke who got the big deal and then they franchise, you know, Tony. It's like amazing stuff, man. But I think that's the way the game is. Now, the the, the whole key to all these dudes, man, you know this how how well can we block up front? How can, you know, Zeke and Pollard, they're, they're running behind all pro line still, you know. Can we get our offensive linemen to protect so Tua doesn't get you know doesn't you know fall awkwardly, or can we get them to block and open up some holes for some of these other guys? The problem with I think our backs is I thought we had the same type of back, Channing. I thought all those guys were little dudes, couldn't break tackles, couldn't get tough yards. You know, I was surprised they didn't keep one of the bigger backs for some of those situations. You know, and that and that was that was I think that was the biggest problem for me was that these guys you know. Uh, might be a little bit elusive, but if they couldn't get going, then they were they they weren't very tough for us, you know. So we need backs that can actually break up that first tackle because I mean, some some of these running backs don't get touched to the second level. Now that's I mean that's a hell of a I, I would love that situation, but when you're getting contact or getting stopped a little bit or slowed up in the in the backfield, our guys had, had trouble making those tough yards. So I think it's a, I like that a bigger back. A veteran back, but I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of money. I don't need. I don't need a franchise running back. Not in this day and age in the NFL, in my opinion.
0: We're talking with OJ McDuffie again. You can listen to the Fish Tank, him and uh, Seth Levitt. It's one of the best Dolphins podcasts out there, if not the best Dolphins podcast out there right now. So your most recent episode was a tribute to Zach Thomas. We haven't spoken with you since ZT was officially named a Hall of Famer. Um, what what was your initial reaction there? Because I heard the episode, I heard the tribute, I heard some of the awesome stories, but just seeing Zach finally get that recognition after, I don't know, like a decade of him getting snubbed constantly by that yeah. committee, it, it must have been, because I know for Crowder, it was a special moment for him, so it must have been one for you as well.
2: It, it definitely was, man. You know, ZT is one of my, my favorite all-time teammates, man, uh, my favorite all-time people in general, you know, and it's it, it was tough year after year watching him not get in, but then we just did a uh, we just recorded a pod with Joe Horgan from then um, from the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's been there for forty five years, and he kind of explained how guys like Zach can get pushed, you know, year after year after year, and then finally get in. But he, you can see the momentum that's being gained by you know by Zach in that in that room, you know, and it's it's really strange. I mean, it's one that we we recorded it the other day, and it was one of the best episodes that I became more informed about how this whole process works than than ever, man. But Zach knew he was going to get in. We all, I think, knew that, but it's a matter of time. And, you know, bottom line is some of these dudes get in, you know, way too late and can't even enjoy the process and enjoy the whole thing. And I think Zach's in at the right time, but how exciting was it, man? And, you know, I got some insider information before the announcement was made. So, you know, me being on the inside kind of helped out a lot. I did. I wanted to tell people, but I couldn't, you know what I mean? So, and, uh, so, but I was able to sneak a little text into Zach and, and congratulate him, man. But I was just—I was on the golf course actually when I found out, and uh, I was just so so excited for him. So I know how relieved he was, and I know how much it meant to him. Even though at times he acted like it didn't, right, Tanny? He's like, yeah, yeah. He tried to be Joe cool about it, man. Zach, those tears with you hugging Jimmy Johnson—that that face tells <laughs> me that you weren't cool about it for nothing, bro. Don't even try it, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for him, man. Really happy. for him.
1: And, Juice, and, to you know, don't don't give us all the episodes because I sure want to watch it. But I've been saying for years because I've been cussing. I actually cuss out the NFL Hall of Fame or Football Hall of Fame on Twitter. I cuss at them, Pro Football Hall of Fame. You ain't bleep when Zach wouldn't get in. And I told Zach and also Fred Taylor the same way, Juice, y'all were too perfect. Y'all didn't get in no trouble. You didn't dance. You didn't do anything to get attention on yourself other than make plays and do your job. And it's sad to say, Juice, it's not enough just to do your job and make plays and score touchdowns and make tackles. You have to put – you have to polarize yourself to yeah. get the attention of the entire football, you know, re- well, um, landscape. If Zach Thomas would have got locked up two or three times, he'd have been in the Hall of Fame 10 years ago.
2: <laughs> Man, it's possible, yeah, for sure. Or, if you know, <laughs> like you said, if he had danced, like you know, JT. JT was a shirt-fired, you know, first ballot guy. Yeah. Or if he'd have been on TV or if he had a radio show. <laughs> All yes. those things, always those self promoting things are the ones that give you that extra boost, you know what I mean, and put you out there. Zach was way quiet afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, Fred is still way, way quiet, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's that you're right, man. It's the self promotion of a lot of these guys gives them that nod, I think. In the league, you look at, I mean, hell, Chris Carter and all those guys, you know, the, he was telling a story about some of those guys, you know, the Chris Carters, the Andre Reeds, you know, and the, I mean, the Tim Browns, the, you know, the, um, those guys alone, I mean, they were all pretty much out at the same time. So it was hard for them to to, to battle, you know? Yeah. So yeah, there's some really good stuff about how it all goes down and how, you know, you can't put three wide receivers in today. You know, you can't put two linebackers in last year, you can't put, you know, and so on and so forth. So, they look at it and it's like, wow, all right, well, this guy's been waiting a long time. It's, it's really interesting how it all boils down. But, I mean, the voters are the ones that make that decision. But, yeah, some of them you just want to shake them a little bit and say, what the hell are you thinking when you don't put Zach in earlier than this? Sure. Yeah.
0: O.J. McDuffie, we appreciate you joining the show. Again, check out The Fish Tank. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. him and Seth Levitt. It's uh, it's always an awesome episode whenever they put one out. Juice, really appreciate you taking the time uh, if you want to take jujitsu classes with me, let me know because I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm down. I'm going to
2: take it so I can beat up on Hawk, man, for not showing up <laughs> two two times in a row. You know what I mean? I'm putting him in the 54th, man, you know what I mean? Go oh, get him. Choke him out.
1: I got your back, Juice. John
2: Bones Jones out. You
1: know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it is. He, my boy, choke the hell out that boy, man hey, the other boy, night. That, was, ooh, that was filthy, boy.
0: OJ <laughs> <laughs> McDuffie, thanks again, Juice. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you, guys, man. Talk later. All
0: right, Not we're nice going to take a, a quick break here on Hawk and Crowder. Hopefully, Hawk will be joining us here at the top of the hour.
1: This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Oh the Spinner! Hawk
0: and Crowder.